What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable Perception, episode 159. Brother from the same month. Yeah, we've been referencing the number every time, huh? 159, yeah. yeah. I got to drop numbers, man. There you go. That's what, your thing, why, man. What, what hey, should you we make, say? You make it sound good. Third podcast of the 2024 year? Nah, just keep doing it. Just keep doing your thing. Wait till we get to like episode 247,389, brother from the same month. Dude, <laughs> episode 159, and we have a whopping four listeners. I love it. Which it's, it's, uh, I haven't downloaded it's, it's, any it's, of our podcasts. It's us. It'll be more. In our, uh, in our uh, ego? Was it ours in our, in our double personality, huh? Our, our ego is just a, a dog we follow, dog. Yeah, pretty much, I would say. Got my Spotify download, my Apple download, my Google download. You know what I heard what ego is? Well, that's what somebody else's interpretation of ego. Uh, he mm-hmm. calls it uh, edging God out. Edging God out. Meaning that, you know, when you're just so consumed within your ego that you think yourself of a God, so you don't, you're not, you know, you're taking God out of your life. Oh, nice. So it's called edging God out. Okay, uh, okay. I think I think that's that's I I think um that's cool though it's a good perspective but I, I feel like ego is good in a sense but when I hear that I'm just like damn ego's evil ego's not that evil no no the way I see it is more like a but the way I take what he said and I interpret this who's way, this uh, Bob Dylan no he's Give uh, me my money, he's baby. a uh, he's a uh, licensed clinical social worker okay Matt Cotty so but the way I take it the way he says it is that. Ego, so the ego is of the lowest, the lowest our, the, our consciousness could be, right? It's like no. the low level of our consciousness. No. No? No. You don't see, how do you see ego then? Guilt would be the lowest of our consciousness. It'll be better to have ego and pride versus feeling guilt. Oh, see, but you're thinking about ego as like, as a, as I don't know, the way I'm seeing ego is that's our low level of consciousness because our ego is... The way we the, what we attach meaning like uh, things to, for example, like my ego level of thinking is like I'm Raul, mm-hmm. like uh, I am a male, you know I am I like music, I like this kind of music. It's the things that I attach to, you know, gotcha. meanings and ideas and stuff like that. Things that I've learned when I label stuff that is like the ego, because everything is in within within the ego fear guilt, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, you know? So it's not like a separate thing. It's not just like, oh, I'm cocky, you have high ego. No, that that's like the simplistic way of doing it. The uh, And I'm not saying you think it's simplistic, but like that's how people think of like, oh, you have an ego. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we all have an ego. But meaning like, what is that part of that ego? What makes up the ego? So then when I see that, it's like, you just live it in the low, a lower level of consciousness. So when you have a high level of consciousness, mm-hmm. right, the thing you always talk about Alignment, is, yeah. is understanding that you are the awareness of mm-hmm. your thoughts, right? So you are the, um, you're not your thoughts. You're the awareness of your thoughts. So you know that you're separate from that thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that's how you are able to separate yourself from the ego. And then you could be like, okay, is this who I really am? Or is this just something that I added to myself as I, as I got older and got older and I learned? Okay. You know, so that's how I see it. So the way I interpret it is when he's saying like edging God out, Meaning, like, you're just living from a lower con- self-consciousness, like a lower level of consciousness. A lower frequency. So yeah. then that yeah. way, you're blocking that out, you know, because you're living, like, from a place of fear or low understanding or you're just going with emotions supposed to, like, separating yourself and really 
you know, Got become it. freer. Yeah, because you made me joke because you said it's the the lowest on consciousness. Because I read the book um, by uh, David Hawkins. Okay, what does he say about it? Power versus force. So oh, yeah, yeah. that famous book, because he created the map of consciousness. Okay. And it's what a scale, and it's a scale of one to one thousand, and it shows you like wherever you're at spiritually, mm -hmm. um, will line up with like your view of life and the God view and like the process. Okay. And like if if you look at it, the lowest one on his scale of consciousness is shame. Like shame is probably the worst thing you could potentially feel. Yeah, but that's a different and that's then, a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. well, shame is guilt, awful. Yeah, because like for me, like I think about ego, pride. That's what I think about pride. Like my ego. Like I'm not like I'm right. You're wrong because my ego is getting into it, right? So that's the way I visualize and per perceive the word ego and when people talk about ego prideful oh, right. you're a prideful individual right yeah see no i don't see it the way I, the way i see it is more like ego is the umbrella yeah so ego is the umbrella and all that falls under that umbrella yeah. so because like, like you're I, talking about pride yeah because like, i would rather want fear. people to have ego be cocky than be shameful no cockiness is still separate cockiness is something that's under the umbrella no no but what i'm saying is like i would rather want people to like feel like egotistical, like have a big ass ego rather than feeling shame or guilt, shit like that. Yeah, see, I think we just have different definitions of it. Yeah. Because you keep thinking, you keep saying that ego is just like a cockiness thing. No, mm -hmm. egoness, ego, egoness, ego is the umbrella and all these other things fall under that umbrella. So mm -hmm. ego is whatever you, so basically ego is a blank space. Mm -hmm. And then you put all those things in that space. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so that's how I see it. Yeah, definitely. And then, so I don't see it as like, oh, you're like egotistical. That just makes sense to me, really. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, I do. I, I hear that all the time because I remember I would always, I would always have sometimes people telling me like, Renato, you're cocky or you're conceited. Right, right, and right. I'm not like that whatsoever. But like with this book, it helped me decipher things like, the reason why some people might potentially feel that way is because you might make some people feel insecure. Correct. Or some people yeah. might not, right? So, like, I remember always responding to that comment, like, if people think, if people think I'm cocky, then that must mean you're insecure, right, in the sense of, like, deflecting it. But, yeah, that's interesting that you see it like that. And it kind of makes me think about what I wanted to ask you. I was um, watching the, I need to watch the whole thing, but did you catch any clips from the Theo Vaughn podcast with Tony Robbins? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's really good, man. He, Theo Vaughn obviously just opens up, starts crying, and like Tony Robbins being the GOAT, fucking the greatest person, just kicking knowledge, bro. And he asked him, he's like, make a list about what you feel like in a whole week, like everything positive. He's like, what do you feel that's positive? And he's like, happy, love, funny. And he's like, all right, cool. And then tell me about the list of when you feel bad and tell me about those feelings he's like guilt shameful not loving myself and then he said all right cool he's like now what list has more of an impact on you and he's like the negative one and I was like damn because when I was watching it I was like like I was embodied in the conversation I was like as soon as Tony Robbins asked him that I was like oh positive and then he was like negative and I was like fuck and then he um what's his name Theo Vaughn talks to him like yeah, he's like, sometimes I feel, he's like, I reminisce back 
on who I was as a person, and I feel like I, I shouldn't be where I'm at. He's like, I beat myself up. He's like, I don't give myself love. And it kind of reminded me of you because I know I always see you giving a lot of people love, but I never see you take the time to give yourself that love or give yourself that pat on the back or tell, tell yourself, yo, five-year-old Raul or 10-year-old Raul, it's okay, bro. We're okay. Right. I'm growing up. I'm fine now. Yeah. And hug yourself, bro. Yeah. And so I just wanted to ask you if you saw that, bro, because it, it made me think about you and, like, our relationship as brothers and, and shit maybe you've gone through okay. that you haven't been able to, like, get over and, and shit mm. like that, man. I don't know, man. Like, I think that, like, uh, well, first I want to see the interview. That yeah. Would, that looks good. I do like Theo Vaughn because I know with him. He's I've grown s- on me, man. Yeah, I've seen him in a lot of different ones before back in the day. Like, the, uh, that he was in the... What is that? The King and the Sting, all this other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, that that's what he would do a show, right? Yeah, for years, you know, and then he was a special guest at T5K. I remember you would watch that shit. I would I never yeah, saw one I, of those it's episodes. Just, he's so unique, man. He's so creative. So I've been, I've known, you know, been hearing this stuff for a long time. The, uh, and But I know they always bring it up at different points, not always the same, different points in different parts of the conversation and different podcasts he's been in. You could tell that he's like, uh, you know, has kind of like, you know, low self-esteem yeah. to a certain degree because... It's really not, I mean, it's in, I think it's just in waves, you know, because obviously to be a well-known comedian, to be successful, to have fame, to have, yeah. you know, very, a lot of followers on podcast, I mean, that guy gets millions of hits. Hell yeah. So yeah. obviously he's not, it's not that simply stated that he's just a low self-esteem, you know, because you got to have some comp, like a strong confidence and high self-esteem to be able to do that stuff and to have his brand of comedy. Because the stuff that he says, man, is so random yeah, and wild, dude. but it still connects that you need to have confidence in order to be able to be like, you know what, that joke's going to be good and for him to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't mean that he may not have a low opinion of himself sometimes and suffer with all these things, which obviously he does. Because in years ago, in other podcasts, I would hear him that would tell him that, like his, uh, his co-host or whatever, Brent Schaub or like Chris D'Elia or whatever, like, yeah, man, you got to... You got to take it easy on yourself, man. You yeah. like, beat yourself up too much and all this other stuff. You know, yeah, so he feels, so it sounds like he feels like a lot of shame and guilt. Yeah, bro. So that, yeah, man. So I just wanted to say that. And then also Tony Robbins was talking about how, how we process information. We have a, we're really conditioned on how we digest information as soon as we get it. And that really dictates how we treat people or, how other people might feel about us. So he talked about an example. Let's say I was late. Let's say I was late to dinner with the whole family, right? Right. And let's say I always have the reputation of being late, right? Yeah. Let's say my mom, for example, someone that's very worry wardish, right, might think to herself, like, oh, my God, maybe he got in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Who knows, right? And then she's thinking like that. And then our brother Chris, who might be hungry might be like man he always does this shit like snapping right right? yeah so it was crazy because like the way he said i'm like damn that's true i was like we need to just take a second to let information digest because we get so conditioned on how we react to things because we've been doing it our whole lives well yeah that goes back to the same thing about separating yourself from you know your thoughts yeah and you know practicing that and i keep i keep trying to practice that all the time i mean i practice that a lot during the Bills game, you know, and, and I've learned a lot how to do that during, like, things that are out of my control, and it just, I go inward, and I think, okay, 
why okay when I have a certain thought or whatever like oh then I start thinking like no like I'm separate from my thoughts you know I just remind myself I'm separate from my thoughts and then you just let the thoughts be there you know you let them just do their thing and they they move on so yeah so like for example like what you're talking about uh, when you're at dinner or something like that's happening like pause and you might immediately react a certain way yeah then instead of reacting after you reacted like okay don't act on it and just respond instead and be like Okay, well, maybe there's a lot of reasons why he's not here right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe something's up with the kids. You yeah. Know, when you're with kid, when you have kids, you know, there's always something. You're always running late, or something's happening. So there's things that are beyond people's control, and then separate yourself from the idea of like, oh, I'm hungry. What do I want? Yeah, it's that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that shit's wild. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, you should have told me that you saw the interview, man, so I could have seen it too. Yeah, I got to. So no, I mind. saw like I think I saw half of it. I need to watch okay. the rest of it. You should have hit me up, but I get watch it too, so we could yeah, chat let's about watch it. it, so we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah man, that's yeah, like that's dope. that's cool, man. That's like the, uh, but yeah, man, that's a difficult thing, man. And I keep trying to not trying, I yeah trying, I remind myself throughout the day to to think that way, you know, to separate myself. To I'm making like, an improvement every to, day. To think it. about yeah. uh, being the awareness of my thoughts, you know, being awareness, but also not getting you know, not overdoing it or whatever, like, you know, no. still being, trying to be that in the moment, all that other stuff that goes with it. The, uh, but you, you said something, if, unless you want to segue, you said no, that up? you had to check yourself or you were aware during the Bills game, like what moments did you feel like reacting and how are you going to react? But what did you tell yourself at that moment that prevented it, or what? What did you identify? Of oh, various things, man. So a That's lot of good, it, man. a lot of it starts prior to the game, though. Yeah. So it's like preparing before the game, where I think, okay, it's probably I'm probably gonna feel high emotion. Yeah. And I want to feel those high emotions. You know, I'm taking a different route than you. You kind of just it sounds like to me like you just kind of just try to shut it off and and make it a thing where like, oh, that's just stupid. That's that or whatever. You know, and I'm maybe still fine. You could tell. Talk about it after, but mm-hmm. the way I see it is like I want to feel those emotions because yeah, to me it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that's completely out of my control, but I enjoy sports. And part of some of the fun of sports is to talk shit, to to vent, to do this. But as long as you're understanding that you're just jiving and talking shit, and it's trivial. You know me; I've always said sports oh, yeah, trivial, of course. Right? But also to be like, I also want to enjoy it and feel those emotions too. You know, yeah. and not just be like a stone wall and be like, oh, it's all fake or whatever, or because I don't think it's fake, or, or be more like, a, oh man, like whatever, those guys can't pay millions of dollars or whatever. But then that takes away all the joy from the sport too that I'm enjoying. And I don't want to lose that. Yeah, yeah. The whole yeah. thing is, it's, it's supposed to be entertaining. You're supposed to have fun and enjoy and also suffer with them too. You can't just be like, oh, elated, oh, they win all the time, or, or only want to feel that. Because you don't you don't want to feel the sadness of them losing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that when you feel mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that. Uh, so so what I do is I prepare kind of a little bit ahead of time. Be like, just remember whatever I feel, feel it, but understand that all this is out of my control. Whatever they do on the field, they enjoy. It. And and then the professional athletes. And also, there's a team I root for, and I love this team. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing all that from the since I was a kid, liking them with it. But mm-hmm. keep that in check and just enjoy it and understand that I always tell, my, I tell myself this, whoever plays better that night's going to win. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Nice. You know? So, yeah, so I'm cool. I mean, I don't lash out. I don't do shit like that. Yeah, man. You know, I just enjoy it. <laughs> and then throughout the, throughout the game, when I have to, like, take a piss and stuff, I'm like, oh, man, 
you know, you get little thoughts like, dude, those are going to losing again or something like that. But then I'm like, you know Are what, man? Are you putting that's... that in the universe, dog? No, because then I think, <laughs> I was like, no, because the thought I had, I was like, you know what? No, that's the other teams. If they end up losing, it's because they didn't do enough. Yeah, and if yeah, they win, yeah. cool. Because they go in, and they lost, but hey, the better team, the team that played better than I won, man, they did the extra plays. Yeah. They didn't miss out. But yeah, that's how I, I feel about it, man, because I don't want to lose that emotion. You don't want to lose that emotion. I love that emotion, so that feeling, it. because it's enjoyable, because I do that with other things, with movies, with music. It's, life is about feeling, yeah, you know? Music, that's Okay. But have you experienced that with an activity, you doing it yourself, like outside, like a workout? Because I feel like maybe that could be like a missing component. Like for me, like I work out every day and I put my energy into it. That's my, oh, fuck yeah moment. Or that's my, like when I do like a pull up. Yeah. Right? So that's what changed about me. So like sports are cool. I glance at them. I don't really watch it that much, but I'm there. You know, that's why I don't really cheer. Because I don't really have energy for it. Like okay. I'm more of like the observer of it, in a sense. I think it's. You put it. You know? I think you may see it that way. Like but I'm stoic I don't, about it. I don't, I don't agree. I don't think you're like that. I think mm -hmm. you're just blocking it out. Because mm -hmm. you're a. I think because of, of fear of how you've used to be in the past. Because no. back in the day, yeah. you still worked out just as hard. You know what I mean? So you still did all those things. And I know you have plenty of energy. Mm -hmm. So it's not, I don't believe the, that, oh, it's because you don't have any energy on it. It's because I think, for whatever the reason may be, like, no, I just don't want to put energy into it. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of me not doing all those additional stuff, I think with that, I think you make a really good point. Mm -hmm. I think... Putting that energy and that love into other stuff, great. But I'm not using the sports to circumvent that. You know, it's not like mm -hmm. I'm putting my dreams into watching another team because you saw me watching the game. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, didn't enjoy it. It was cool, whatever. I wasn't high, I wasn't low, I just enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't replace in any way anything in my life. Yeah. It doesn't affect my life either way, whether they win or lose. It's just whatever I put into it. Yeah. Like you know? for me, like I wanna like go to the point where I'll just watch the Cowboys in the playoffs. Like, I don't even care about this season because I've went from just watching only Cowboy games. Like, the game, I saw that game because you came over, Chris came over, so I watched it with y'all. It was a family but gathering. Other, other than that, I haven't even watched any other games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't, I don't, I disagree with what you're saying. Like, I don't really like football like that. The, okay. only, the only reason why I still watch it, because that's my only connection with my friends. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. It's sports, so you have something to talk about. Which it sucks. You know, I wish I had a connection with like, like business. I could probably do that with them, but I need to, I need to be better with business and maybe come up with some business savvy things where we yeah, can but all also, make money and shit. But also you got to think about that. You guys have had this building blocks since you guys were kids, you know? Yeah. So this is decades in the making. So that's good that you still like, you know, you, you, uh, you wet your beak a little bit to keep that conversation going. So you're not at least out. So all these different things you want to add to it. And give then it, from give there, it time. Give it time. That's yeah. good. And then from that's when I could drop my philosophy or I could drop like, yo, you know, that's just fake, right? Because I already got like four of my homies. That but see, are I like, see that. I see where I, that's, oh, that's where I think we're, we differ. But I think it's dope because I got like four of my homies within the group chat. They're like, bro, I've always felt like that. And like, it's dope that you're saying that because like, I feel the same. I'm like, I know it's yeah. real. He's like. Yeah, man, so that's cool. But man. to go back to things, so I don't, I don't lose my train of thought on that, it's like, so I think that's great that you want to add all these different components to it, like these different topics like business and all that. Yeah. I think that's great. You, but you got to remember that's going to take some time. What yeah, I'm saying is that you guys man. have had this football and sports things for 
20 years. You know what I mean? So all this other stuff that you're doing, cool. You keep injecting it because I think yeah. that's great. We're talking the about first three years. Talking about, yeah, improving, you know, mm-hmm. you know, health, fitness, business, you know, ideas. Fuck yeah, man. I'm all for that. Yeah, I just don't think the other thing has to be eliminated. Yeah. You know? No, I don't that's why I think be. that's why I think it's good, like you said, you still wet your beak a little just so you could have something, you know, to like, in, like inject I told, in the conversation like about I told sports. Alfred, I was like, we could all go watch the Lions. We know the Lions are going to win because it's year of the cat. I was like, we could all go watch the Lions and piss Niner fans out, all rocking undeniable. Like, I'll be down to do that shit. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And then I was like, all right, we'll see what's up then. I'll watch a game like that. That'd be nice if the Lions win. I doubt it, though. No, they will. You know, the... Uh, oh, no, but... Uh, what was I thinking about that? Oh, yeah, like... Uh, like, so, yeah, when I talk about that stuff about, uh, like, sports and all that... Like, it's cool, man. It's just enjoyable, but, you know, I just keep a balance with it. Yeah. You know, you come hard immediately, like, man, like that. Yeah, but, I mean, like, yeah. but I mean, like, that's I'm you. I'm 100, always, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, that's you, you know? You, like, you want to do that? I was like, all right, he wants to be a buzzkill? Cool, let him do that. That's fine. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I open Instagram, and then it's like, Colin Coward, Sam Darnold's way better than Lamar Jackson. I'm like, man, fuck the media. They're so stupid. I was like, I can't be doing this shit. I was like, Sam Darnold? Yeah, he said that when they came out, and I'm like, was an idiot. I was like, this the is why Jets I stopped listening up? to you. Yeah. But oh. this was when they got drafted. Oh, but that's back in the day. But still, I'm going to hold it against them. You don't know shit, Colin. You want them to hold something? You want people to hold things against you that you said? Hold things against me, Four bro. years ago? Yo, yo, but when we on <laughs> and we on a platform, ago? when we're on a platform with millions of followers, people are going to be listening to our old shit. I'm going to be getting a lot of hate mail, but that's fine. It comes <laughs> with the territory. No, man. It's all about uh, growing and learning, man. But understanding that's the roles, that's what, that's what he does, man. He's a commentator. He's got to fill a three-hour show five days a week, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's Take fucking... I applaud that, man. Whether or not I, uh, I align with, um, you know, and I shouldn't. Because if you're aligning with someone, what they say all the time, then what are you... Then, exactly. Then just live in a vacuum. Exactly. Then you just want to listen to your self-talk all day. And also... That's why I listen to people that I don't care about here or they're too much of a opinion because I want to hear their take. Like, I'll listen to Nick Wright randomly. You know, he's a big Chiefs fan, big Chiefs homer. But it's like, cool, because I don't want to just listen to the people that have the same opinion I have. What's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's just funny. What are you going to tell me? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Speaking of... Uh, dude, so... um, Oh, first, dude, I freaking... Uh, have you ever heard of this website called Internet Archives? Nah. Dude, I don't know how long that, that website's been out, but it's a f- I, I ran into it this way. So mm-hmm. randomly, I was like on Instagram or whatever. I think it was like a week ago. And uh, they, they put a thing. Or no, it was like on Google News or something like that. And it said like uh, Channing Tatum just put out a post he hasn't posted in a while since his engagement of Zoe Kravitz or whatever. But it was like, I don't think it's like I'm not searching Channing Tatum or something, right? Wink, wink. So like, but it says something like, he just posted a thing like, oh, my, my, my little kid dream has come alive. We're going to make them, or something along the lines that they're going to make the movie The Max. The Max? Exactly. That's how I responded. I was like, The Max? And it's a Max with two X's. And he's like, oh, it's a I dog, rem- right? No. He's like, I remember as a kid... I would risk getting uh, hit by my parents by waking up in the middle of the night to turn on the cartoon. I guess it was an MTV cartoon when I saw it. It was during that time in the early 90s. Remember Eon Flux, all that stuff? No, you were just a little kid. But I, I know think they Elon were playing, Musk. Right? There was this thing called Eon Flux. She was like, uh, 
it was like, a, they made a movie about it too with Scarlett Johansson and all that. But anyway, so I had to look up the Max. I was like, I don't know who the Max is. And once you see it, you'll probably know it's a big, it's a dude with a big purple suit. And he has like these, like they almost, like, I think they're teeth, like these white teeth. But it's him in New York. But in his subconscious, he's out in the jungle and he runs that jungle. Okay. And it's only like 12-minute episodes, and I think they only made like 10 episodes or something like that. So I looked it up. So the point of this being, that's, that's a side point. That's what led me to the archives. So I was like, where can I watch the Max at? And it wasn't no, no streaming services or that because it sounded cool. That was dope. You see the image now? Yeah. Do you remember that at all? No. So, yeah, it was way before you. So, like, I, um, but the, the idea is cool. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, he goes into it because he's a guy that lives in a, he's a homeless guy that lives in New York. Interesting. And, but then in the subconscious, he's but he's wearing that the whole time. Bro, we didn't get MTV till fucking 2000. When did we get MTV? Because I remember we got MTV when we got DirecTV. No, yeah, I've had it. We've always had MTV. You just probably didn't watch it because always I've had it since we were kids. This shit came out in 1995. We're not since kids since we got cable the first time. So then I, uh, yeah, I don't remember that. So shit. in terms of that man, like I clicked on it. I was like, where can I watch it? And then this thing came up: Internet Archives. Watch the Max. And I was like, what? And when I clicked on this website, I was like, what the hell? So, dude, let me tell you what this internet archive, dude, I stayed up till 7 in the morning scrolling this place just because I was just up. So, dude, it, okay, Internet Archive is a nonprofit library of millions of free books, movies, software, music, websites, and more. That's bad. But it was like I was going through a portal, dude. So, like, does your thumb hurt? No, like, so, but, dude, so you, if you click on it, there's certain audiobooks that are free, but libraries from Italy, other countries, Harvard Library, university libraries, where they've scanned a lot of their books, and they're here, and you could see them. That's dope, Dude, man. different, dude, you click on it, it's websites that have been retired, old website, old programs. Man, it was just so much. Movies. Napster? Dude, dude like, look at the categories, man. It has American libraries, audiobooks, and poetry. Uh, additional collections, the arc, APK archives, like music archives. I'm going to download Napster, bro. Dude, see, they have old programs like that, dude. So I was just, dude, I was just up and I would Can watch Can you download things. them? I think there's a way I didn't go into that. But books for people, audio books, Islamic sermons, dude. Wow. Dude, things from all over the world that people have put in there, old radio shows from the 30s. Dude, I was just like kidding That's the cancer, hard. clicking to it. It was just wild, man. So... Anyways, that's where, and then I watched a few episodes of The Max. What did you think about The Max? It's cool, man. It was good? It's fucking cool. It's, it, yeah, it was, like, really fucking cool, man. Told me that episodes, just the idea, like, I love the, the, the artist's rendition of it because it's, like, New York. It's all dark. Okay. They have weird little characters, and it's also, like, uh, this one guy that knows the whole story behind him and this girl. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know his whole thing where he's trying to capture the girl. So it's comedic at the same time. Wow. It's, it's, it's dope, man. You know what I was watching instead of that? Because it came out during the same time? Yeah. The Tick, bro. Mm. That's what I would watch. The Tick was really popular, and right? And that came out in 1994, around the same time. And it Was that Nickelodeon? I think it was NBC or... I think The Tick was huge, right? Or Comedy Central. I don't remember what it was, Adult bro. Twin, maybe. But that kind of reminds me of Max. It's like a bodysuit, and it's like an animal, and I think yeah. he's in New York. Yeah, I never saw it. No, that was it. This one's just more like comic book-like. Okay, okay. And it's only like 12 minutes. That looks cool, though. I remember that you used to watch that. 
Yeah. That's oh, but I'm the thing I also wanted to tell you, man, that also led me down this other thing where you have you. I mean, it, it's gotten pretty popular. Obviously, I only know about it because it's pretty popular. It's that uh, that interview YouTube show called Soft White Underbelly. Okay. Soft have you heard White of that? Underbelly, no. So it's I guess this is a well-known uh, photographer, Mark Leita. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. He also, uh, but with this, he started doing interviews and all that. So he, um, it's black and white. I'm sure you've seen it maybe when you scroll through YouTube or whatever. Like, they, they're like it's just really well shot photographically. It's a black and white interview. And all you see is the guy they're talking to. But he's talking to, like, the underbelly. Like, he's, he's talking to, like, ex-prostitutes, mm. pimps, um, you know, criminals. A mixture of things, but he's also yeah. had celebrities, writers. And the one that I saw was like, oh, Chuck Palahniuk. I always have a hard time pronouncing That's the last a name. Fight Club writer. The guy who wrote Fight Club, right? Yeah. He's written all these lots of books. And he's gay, right? Yeah, he's gay. I remember him on Joe Rogan. Yeah, and I remember him on the Joe Rogan podcast years ago, and I saw part of it. And I was like, this guy's so fucking. He's genius. Interesting the way that he's we. Smart. And yeah. I hate using the word industry, but I was like, he pulled me in because mm-hmm. in my head, I only knew him as the Fight Club writer and all this other stuff. I didn't. You know, back when I was growing up, there wasn't like all these interview shows. The only thing you would know is like if you got it from a magazine, right? So uh, the Joe Rogan one was years ago. So I want to go back and hear, hear some of the things that he said there. Because I remember there he got, I got the story where his, I think it was either his manager or someone he was connected to stole millions of dollars from him. Oh, yeah. And he was kind of, but his perspective on it, at least at that time, I know it was at the moment. It was just like, well, yeah, I mean, what can you fucking do, you know? Like, he was very, like, so on this interview, just to tell you this part, he said this fucking story that, in the way he tells, the way he tells her first one, uh, the guy, Mark Lita, asked him a question. He's like, right away, Chuck's like, he, like, paused and thought. He's like, well, I want, I want you to know first, I'm not just someone that just talks and talks. It's not wall-to-wall carpeting talking, you know? Like, I take, pause, I pause, and I think, and then I answer. And a lot of people find that annoying. I just want you to know that. But I prefer that, you know, because yeah, it's someone it's that's actually sitting there and thinking. Yeah. Um, so he said this story about his dad because the guy's, oh, that guy, and I love that guy broke the ice, the interviewer. Mark, he's like, you have some interesting, your dad is an interesting story. He said, oh, yeah. He's like, so he started talking about his dad. So his dad, I guess his dad was like this really like strong, like six foot two guy, very good personality. He always like lived life, like, you know, like made grand gestures. Mm-hmm. But when he was a kid, his dad, you know, they grew up in a farm. So his, when his dad was three years old, um, his father came home with a rifle to go and kill his wife, his mom, because I, I guess she was cheating on him or he thought she was cheating on him. So he was looking for her. He found her outside or he f- and he shot her. You know, he killed her. Um, I think also his brother, he killed, uh, he killed, uh, the son, one of the son, and he was yeah. looking for him too, his dad, but his dad had hit him underneath the bed at three years old. And, um, so he didn't find him and he killed himself. Right. So, um, wow. Yeah, dude. And it gets gnarlier, dude. So like, so his dad, you know, um, I think he was taking one with, with a relative to live, and it just wasn't good uh, with one of the relatives. And I'm probably butchering the story, but he, um, 
it wasn't good, so he ran away when he was like 14 or 15, right? And then he, this guy who was, he met somewhere, who's like, oh, I have a farm here, you know, like, you can stay with me, you can work the land. And his dad never said the story, but he just said that night he left because that guy was trying to do something or whatever. So he with him, that night. yeah, I bet. But he never went into details about it. So anyways, fast forward, like, uh, he got married real young, you know, the dad. And um, then they got divorced and then he got married again. But then he met this lady online she or the or um or maybe not online i'm sorry it was prior to being online it was the uh, i forget what the, the the singles or whatever but it was like i forget the exact word of it it would be like in the newspapers and magazines mm-hmm. people would put like oh seeking this person you know yeah, seeking yeah. white black tall good like you know whatever the classifies or yeah but it was like for singles right so yeah. it was a judge it was a lady who was a judge who was looking, looking for someone, she was very specific. And he answered it. What he didn't know was that she had helped a man come out of prison, right? And they, I think they got married, but then he was really abusive to her. So she left them. So she's trying to, she was trying to put him back in prison. But I think he might have gone out or something. And um, I'm butchering it, but the point of it is being is that he said... If you're ever with anyone, I'm going to kill you. Mm. So she was looking for someone to protect her from this man. And she never told him. So when he went to go meet up with her, like, uh, they drove, they picked her up. And as they're driving back, they, um, the man was following them. Mm. Damn, immediately, huh? Shot them both. Killed the lady. Shot the dad. Dad didn't die, obviously. He he was a strong guy. He was able to kind of get in the house and crawl into the house. What the fuss was around a lot of casualty. And um, I don't know if that guy ended up killing himself or what, but the dad ended up dying, I think, crawling underneath the bed. Uh-huh. And the guy set the house on fire. I believe, the guy, I believe the guy set the house on fire. And the way the wood broke down or something in the room it like where he was underneath the bed he didn't catch fire but he was dead so his body was okay but man i just it just blew me away and fuck i should have well, reheard it again so i could retell the story how old again. was he when he had him though he was he was, he was born already and then well yeah because this was a, a lady he was seeing Oh, okay, okay. Or later that he started seeing or whatever, I don't know. Because the way he told the story, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that was like the first date, the later date, or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. But the fact that he died underneath the bed, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I should have reheard the story because I probably butchered it up, but it just, just blew me away, dude. That's crazy, man. And the yeah. way he said this other, this other thing about it that he said, and it, and it, and it, lit, off, and it lit like a libel with my brain. Because sometimes I'm so dismissive about things that seem so out of the ordinary, you know, extraordinary. Yeah. You know, call it supernatural, call it, you know, fate, kiss mat, whatever you want to call it. Sometimes I'm so dismissive of that. And I realize I shouldn't be. No. Because we're the ones that put those rules like, oh, that's impossible, man. Yeah, man. And become cynical. And uh, he told a story that... He's like, well, we shouldn't think that way, you know, like life is magical. Yeah. 
you know. And he Think said some, it, yeah. And I want to go into the other story he said, but I, I strongly recommend you check out bro. the interview, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, bro. Like, think about it. Like, we're here for a fucking reason. Like, like, bro, think about it. Like, it's an egg. It's an egg that chooses the sex you become. So there's a reason. Like, even science backs up that we're here for a reason. I don't even fuck with science like that. So, yeah, man. That's why I believe in science, man. If you see a specific sign, there's a reason that you're, you're seeing it, man, to prepare you for something, man. But that's dope, man. That's a crazy-ass fucking story, dog. And, it's, and it really is a magical way of thinking, man. Like, um, no, I shouldn't put it that way. No, yeah, yeah, like in a good way, though. You know, like it's because um, you're seeing it again through it like a, the way you used to see it as a kid. And also it's being close to God. It's being God, right? Because that's what God gave us, the power to create, the power yeah. to follow our dreams, Absolutely. the power to love. Right. So if we're not, like, fulfilling that, what we're placed to do on this earth, we're kind of, like, not giving love to God back in that type of sense. And, and we, honestly, in a way I see this, we become, like, two-dimensional. Absolutely. Know, like, we're in a 5G world, right? Like, I'm blocking, <laughs> I'm blocking all these different... And, I'm, and I, I don't even know specific, I'm not even talking about anything in, in particular other than the feeling, the, the openness of being open to things, being open mm -hmm. to the possibility of things, yeah. being open to like, oh, then maybe this person was meant for me. Absolutely. Or I happen to run into this person because of this reason. And what's wild, man, is like, it's, it's this too, like, and I experienced that today too. Actually, well, that was the idea of it, so I could stay open to that. But I experienced today like a little example of that. So like uh, yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, the night before, I was just laying in bed and a lot of times uh, my ritual lately has been to all listen to like a podcast at night while I'm falling asleep, just want to crack up. It's like the old MSSP one. Mm. Or I'll listen to an audio book, I'll listen to the Blood Meridian, right? But then sometimes I, I, I get fidgety and I'm like, oh, let me check Instagram, whatever. And you know how Instagram, it tells you, it's, a, I never had Facebook, but I imagine it was similar to that where little, Who's online? little faces pop up yeah, of like, this person follows this person that you don't follow or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 two mutual followers. Exactly. Yeah. So one came up, I was like, oh, that's my cousin. I was like, I haven't seen her in probably 20 years, right? I think and you know where I'm going with this. So like, and I was like, that's Alicia? I'm also, wow. so I that's clicked funny. on it. So I clicked on it. And there was only like four pictures in there, but they're like from 2019, 2021. Yeah. So she's not very active with it, right? And I was like, oh, it's just wild seeing her because I've been so long, right? And then I was talking to moms on the phone today to find out about, oh, did they go in there to fix the washer? And she said, yeah. And I don't know, she just told my story that you saw her at the gym. She saw me. Yeah. And bro, when's the last time you had seen I'm her? I'm telling you, we live in the fucking matrix, bro. I don't see when, that when matrix. When you thing, lost bro. your fucking debit card, I lost my whole wallet on the uh -huh. same day, bro. But yeah, I bought... A, remember how, how you paid $25 for a gym pass? Yeah. Well, my job offers like a $20 gym pass where you go to like over a thousand gyms. Hell yeah. So like I needed a different change of scenery and sometimes I'm up, my intuition wakes me up at like 3 a.m. and my gym's not open till 5. And you so, want to hit it. So I'm just like, fuck it. Like I want to go to the gym or sometimes yeah. I might have Hell to yeah. go like at 11 at night and bro 24-hour fitness fucking sucks compared to my gym even bro. though it's open though bro they got one smith machine dog like 
I, I don't know. I just don't like the environment. The 24 the hour? I thought it was more Smith machines. They have one, bro. The one in the corner? Yeah, bro. They have right one. Right before the cardio stuff? They have one fucking Smith machine. It's very disappointing. Anyways, I'm like doing my thing. I'm like, I, I like have to do like two workouts at once. And then this is you at the 24 hour gym? Yeah, this was today. Yeah. And then she's like, excuse me. I was like, yeah. She's like, is your name Renato? I was like, yeah, she was like, you're my cousin. I was like, oh, you're my Theo. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, you listen to the pod? I was like, you're my, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, you bought Undeniable? I was like, oh, you're my Theo Aristel's daughter. And she's like, yeah, she's like, good to see you. He's like, um, he has prostate cancer. He's like, he's going to start radiation today. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, my prayers are yeah. to you. Hope everything works out. I'm happy to see you, blah, blah. I just gave her a hug. It was cool. little brief exchange, but it was just right. random. Yeah. And it, and it was funny. Like, today's the 24th, and I saw her at 24th. I don't know, man. That's weird. And I just then, thought it was more like, I was just like, oh, what? Like, I just have it. I saw and her. And you like, saw oh, her cool. picture of her? But it was like, well, on Instagram, and, but it was, she had, she's not very active in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't think I'm very active, but it was like 2021, I think, was yeah. the last picture. So I was like, oh, okay. So I just left it as is. Because it's not like we have, even have contact with them, man. It's been, yeah, we don't. But, but get when, better, when I told get that, uh, you know, my mom told me that I told her that story. And it's anything like, hey, man, just, and I know this is like in a, like in the scale. I mean, I, even thinking about it as a scale or like some measuring thing, I think it's, it's, it's dumb. I think like the idea of like, oh, because I was almost measuring like, oh, it's a small scale. Like, no, dumb. The fact that things like this happen is wild. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's for a reason, bro. Um, Every time we say that for a reason, I think about that 50 cent line. And now he's not fucking breathing. Shit, he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't not breathing. breathing. I could quote that. Um, fucking, and bro, like my favorite YouTube fucking page after school, they did a, a video on my boy Napoleon Hill, thinking Grow Rich. I'm going to okay. loan you that book so you can read it. I probably and, won't. And he, he talks about, up, I hit you up sometime and he it. talks about uh, 20 habits uh, to maintain a positive mental attitude. All right. And I thought what it was it? really fucking dope. Hell so yeah. I'm, I'm going to share, I'm going to share two of them because uh, there's 20 of them, but like one, so pretty much he says, this is going to help you write clear obstacles and it's pretty much like the 12 great riches of life because you have a positive attitude and mindset. He said, number one is adjust to other people's state of mind and difficulties. Refuse trivial circumstances. Do not allow controversy. And I'm just like, fuck, that's so true because I always feed into wanting other people to be in my state of mind and that's my ego doing shit when in actuality i could just be like content like someone's feeling this type of way just let it be bro just let it be listen digest and that's it right versus always trying to push how you feel about things i'm really big on always trying to do that so i need to check myself on that so it really gave me a good reality measure of life to like you know you could be a little better when it comes to this so checking that um i know you do a good job at that right adjusting yourself to other people i'm not sure man and then the other one it's just me being me bro shit bro <laughs> and then the second one which was really dope it says establish a fixed mind at the beginning of each day so what i've been doing that I learned from Mercy is uh, I put my phone on airplane mode the night before. Because I remember, like, when I would get up the next morning, like, I would have pop-ups, and, like, that would impact 
or influence the way I would start my day. Because instead of like letting my, my lucid dreaming action thoughts roam in and out as soon as I wake up, I'm allowing like some outside entity from my phone pop up that I just happen to look at impact my day. So I've been doing that. So I put my, and also like when you put your shit on airplane mode, you're mitigating more radiation and I'm keeping it in another room. So like my, the whole morning, I just do my shit legit, take my mushroom coffee and just read my book. And then I, then I turn my, my phone off of airplane mode and then the pop-ups come. So that's like a good way for me to disconnect and make sure that I'm able to prepare myself for what's to come and be tolerable, especially like if the people in my family need a vent and I need to be that fucking well. Well, yeah, well, and not fucking dwell. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, why do you get so many pop-ups? Pop-ups, I would say just like my DMs, all my likes, all the all the undeniable perception listeners. So you have, you have a bunch of banners, huh? I get banners. I hate banners. I don't have any I banners. I get banners. Yeah, but but I put yeah, I put that shit on airplane mode and then once I turn it on, ding ding ding, and then text messages. I won't be getting text messages. See, I don't so I that's not interrupting me. See, I wouldn't I think that's good that, that works for you, but the the first worry for me, I think, what if someone needs me, mm -hmm. you know, as an emergency. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think for me a better option, but I don't I'm I'm I do pretty well with not putting things to my phone, you know, like I put it away. And in the morning, I just put it in the cupboard. No, I just put it inside of my, you know, my bed. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if I put things further out, sometimes it's like I'm making it bigger than it is, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I really need to, then yeah, I can put it somewhere else or whatever if I have to. But I put it on the side, and I just been practicing more about not reaching for it in the morning, not until like you know, 20 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. The because uh, the reason why is I don't want to risk like oh, like if someone needs me or something like that. So an option I think you can do mm -hmm. if you want. Uh, just because of that, I think there's a thing you could do where you don't get any notifications except certain people that you allow to notify you. Mm. So it can, that's what our boy, our boy Rob does. He said, he said, I'm one of like the people that he has in case I ever need him or whatever. But everyone else knows it's just like probably like a few people from his family, me and my boy Hong that's or whatever. Cool. And I just think like that's almost like peaceful, you know, like, oh, I don't have to get here from anything, but in case. Mm -hmm. For super emergency or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm just saying, you know, in case I need you or something at 3 a.m., I could like... Shit, at 3 a.m.? <laughs> I doubt y'all be sleeping. You'll be fifth time. set, bro. You'll be in the fifth yeah, set. for real, bro. But on for that real. note, man, I like those, man. Uh, you're going to bring two more next week. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring two more next week, man. Thinking real rich, everybody. 2024, what? raw. Oh, two plus two plus four equals eight. Man, that's the number of money, man. We're going to make some money baby. this year. Infinity, there's no end points, so... If you're a bad person, you're going to have a lot of bad shit coming. And True Detective brought person. back the, the flat circle. Did you see that? Bro, it checks all the boxes, so I'm halfway through the first episode. Oh, so you're not even season two yet. I mean, episode two yet. No. Oh, okay, so I can't even say anything. I, 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 need to watch, I know it's info. about, like, the, the, what, the triad, triad Mafia or the Korean Mafia. I, already, I was about to release something, man. Catch up, man, so I could tell you about, like, so you could see. Because some other, 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 about Helen Hunt, other seasons. What's her name? She's great, Jodie Foster. Oh, Other Jody seasons Foster, connect, bro. So yeah, you definitely yeah. want to watch it now. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see. I don't like that. I don't like the actor and then the sheriff girl. Just oh, it's kinda, fucking awesome, man. They knew it. It's awesome, man. They bother me. Yeah, I'll see if I can watch it. But yeah, um, thank you for liking, listening, subscribing. Be your biggest fan. Leave with love, brother from the same mother. Always, man. Stay up. <laughs>